Welcome to the Christ Globe podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Today, I want to talk about the topic of unforgiveness. I want to enlighten your spirit. I want to bring you to the understanding of the true implication of unforgiveness. I want to show you what it really does concerning your eternal destination. And I pray that when we come to the enlightenment of this understanding, when we come to the understanding of this utterance I'm about to speak, you will let go of any anger. You will let go of any grudge, any offense, and you will let go quickly. So let's begin this podcast. I want to speak about the topic of unforgiveness. And so to begin, I want to first show us how unforgiveness is born. To do that, let's take a look at the verse here, Ephesians 4. 26. I'm reading here from the New International Version. Ephesians 4.26 In your anger do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. Some other version says do not give the devil an opportunity. So, we've just read it here. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. To summarize this verse, we need to go to Genesis chapter 1, verse... uh, Let's just start with verse 5. Genesis 1, verse 5. All right? It says here, God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. All right? I'll read it again. God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. So we see here that evening began and morning ended. And the combination of the prioritization of evening first and then morning second gave birth to what we call the first day. So you know that the day consists first of evening, then of morning to make a day. All right? So the day begins in the evening and ends in the morning. This is biblical terms. So you just read Ephesians 4:26. Ephesians 4:26 and we read that it, it stated do not let the sun go down on your anger. In other words, don't let the day end. The moment the sun goes down, the day has ended. Don't let the day end in your anger. Or in other words, don't let the new day begin in anger. Don't sleep on your anger. That's what the Bible is saying. Why? Because when you do this, you give unforgiveness a chance to mature. You see, the moment you take offense and the moment you you have a a chance of letting go of that offense. And you do not take the chance. You do not take that opportunity of letting go of that offense. Unforgiveness is born. And the moment you allow the unforgiveness to mature, to transit from day one to day two, the moment you allow the unforgiveness to be transported from the beginning of the evening to the ending of the morning, unforgiveness has had a chance to mature. Now, what is the true implication of unforgiveness?
forgiveness. Well, let's start here with Mark eleven twenty five. This is the New International Version. It states here, And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. So, you've just seen here that it is standard that when you pray, before you even ask God for forgiveness, you need to forgive anyone of their sins. This is in prayer. It is standard. It is standard. All right? Let's take a look at another verse here. This is going to be the verse, Matthew, the chapter, uh, the book Matthew 6, and we're going to start here. Matthew 6, let's start with uh, verse 9. Matthew 6, verse 9, all right? This is Jesus teaching the disciples how to pray. This is all of us. This is how we should pray, all right? So Matthew, we're going to start verse, verse 9, and we're going to go to verse 15. It says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Hope you read that here. So when Jesus was teaching us how to pray, this is the disciples, but this applies to us as well. He said what? Including, included in the prayer to God, it says, and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven. So it is standard that first, this is past tense. You must have forgiven others of their debts before you even ask God to forgive us of our debts. And verse 14 says, For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others your trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. This is what unforgiveness does. Alright? Unforgiveness prevents our trespasses from being forgiven. And we know that those who are not forgiven cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. No sinner can enter the kingdom of heaven. We need God's forgiveness. All right. Let's take a look at one more verse here. This is a parable Jesus gave pertaining to the matter of unforgiveness. All right. So then this is uh, Matthew 18, 21 to 35. All right. Let's begin here. It says, Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. All right? So Jesus is, is, don't take this number so literal. Jesus is saying, whatever you think is enough, whatever amount of times you think is enough to forgive your brethren, he's saying that you should, you should multiply it by itself and keep multiplying it by itself. It means it's never enough to, 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 to forgive your brethren of their sins. It means that all the times that, 
anyone should ever sin against you. Anyone should ever offend you. It means that whatever you think would be a perfect amount to forgive them, it means keep forgiving them. It means don't stop forgiving them. That is the meaning of this verse, this chapter here. This verse 22, when Jesus says, I tell you not seven times, but 77. He's just saying, keep forgiving them. The amount of times you think is enough is not enough. You keep adding to that amount. It means keep forgiving them. It's an ever going cycle of forgiveness. It will be never enough to forgive someone. Don't stop at any number. You have, you have to keep going. You have to keep forgiving. It is not enough to forgive them seven times or eight times. No. It is never enough. Forgiveness should be an ever-going cycle. All right, let's continue with verse 23. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven, this is, this is Jesus speaking, by the way. Jesus is giving the parable of how God treats us, of how God will treat us if we do not forgive. So here's, here's what it says here, verse 23. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. And he began the settlement. The settlement. A man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had, he had be sold to repay the debt. At this, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, canceled the debt, and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He begged him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servants fell on his knees and begged, be patient with me and I will pay it back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what, he, what had happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said. I canceled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servants just as I had on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. Verse 35. This is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. Did you read this? So Jesus just gave an analogy, a parable of what will happen if we do not forgive. There was a king and uh, the king's servant owed him. And the king's servant couldn't pay the debt at that time. So the king's servant uh, said to the king, please, please have mercy on me. Give me time. I will pay back your debt. And the king took pity on the servant and the king forgave the servant of all debt. And this servant found another servant who owed him. And this servant said to the other servant who owed him, pay me what you owe me. And the other servant said, please, please give me time and I will pay you back. And this servant who was forgiven by the king said to the other servants, no, you must pay me back now. So the servant who was forgiven by the king took the other servant and put him in jail until he could pay his debt. And when when, when, when when the other people heard this, 
they, they, they were outraged and they, they reported back to the king. And the king said, you wicked servants, how could you not show mercy when I showed you mercy? And so the king revoked his forgiveness. The king took back his forgiveness. And the king put that wicked servant in jail to be tortured until he should pay back what he owed. Now, what, what Jesus is saying here is practical. It means that if you don't forgive someone, just as Jesus forgave us, forgave us our sins, if we don't relay that same forgiveness to other people, God will revoke. God will revoke his forgiveness on us. Our unforgiveness will block him from forgiving us our sins. And when your sins are not forgiven, unfortunately, one cannot enter the kingdom of heaven as a sinner. So this is the true implication of unforgiveness. This is what unforgiveness does. I urge you right now, if there is any unforgiveness in your hearts, let it go. Forgive others of your of their sins against you. Forgive others of their offense. Do not be angry at anyone. Don't hold a grudge against anyone. Let it go now. Listen. If Jesus should come right now, if the rapture should happen right now with unforgiveness in your heart, it means that the forgiveness of your sins was prevented from relaying expression, was prevented from being applied to you. That means that if the rapture should happen and you have unforgiveness in your heart, there is sin on you. It means God is looking at your sins. And, 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 and when there is sin on someone, when there is sin committed, unfortunately, death must take place. We're talking about eternal death here. No sinner can enter the kingdom of heaven. So I urge you now, please let go of all your unforgiveness, all your offense. Let's just pray right now. All right, let's just pray. Lord, I pray to all those listening to this podcast. I pray if they have any unforgiveness in their hearts, I pray you help them. You give them the grace to let go now in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I pray you purge all unrighteousness, purge all unforgiveness, all offenses of their hearts. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that as they purge all, all sins and offense from their hearts, you, I pray, Lord Jesus, as they forgive others, I pray you forgive them also in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. Amen.